You're listening to Post Dramatic Stress, hosted by Charlotte D. A weekly podcast to connect creatives and communicate about the highs, lows, and laughs of being in a creative industry. Hello, and welcome to Post Dramatic Stress, episode six. Today, I am joined with two very amazing people and again a noisy air conditioner I'm so sorry I did that in episode five as well um today I have a returning guest Mr Andreas Pichulik and I also have Candice Callahan here with me today hi guys how are you going hey good really how good how are you I'm good I'm good I'm I think I'm all right. I think things are happening. Um, so Andreas has been on um, the show with us before. He um, is an actor amongst many things. Um, so check episode five to find out more about Andreas. Um, but Candy is brand new um, to pod, to pod, <laughs> to post-dramatic stress. Um, and uh, things I know about Candy is that she's an amazing actress um, and she was in a film called Changes, which I've just been told was unfinished, but an amazing experience. Tell me about that. Tell us a little bit about you and that. Um, okay, well, just briefly, I uh, was a supporting lead um, to the lead actress in that. Um, and uh, all I remember, it was a massive casting crew. It was quite a few years ago. It's like five years ago. Um, and, yeah, it was a... It was just a really good enriching experience. So unfortunate the film didn't get finished because it was a really nice, lovely story. Cool. And um, is it? Will they finish it ever? Do you think, or is I it don't something that's going to? So. No, I think but it's that's been okay. shelved. It's been shelved, <laughs> but that's okay. It sounds like it was an amazing experience anyway. And what else are you up to? What makes you you? What do we need to know about Candy? Oh, um, so recently finished um, filming last year a proof of concept called City of Angels mm-hmm. um, with the director John. Um, John George, and that is a kind of dystopian future piece, uh, and it's um, like a steampunk kind of overall theme. So I cannot wait to see that. It's our proof of concept that we've got coming up very, very shortly. It's got to come out any moment. Uh, so look out for it. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, today we are going to talk about um, creative life, and in particular, creative balanced life. Um, and I guess the first thing I want to discuss really is, you know, that challenge of having an ambition as a creative person, not just as an actor, but just as a creative person. Um, and the challenge of having an ambition to create and be creative, but matching that with obligations of life, whether it be work, whether it be children, um, family, all sorts of things, um, what's been your guys' experience in that? Do you find that you have a great work-life balance creative life balance and if so tell me your secret immediately (laughs) and if not share as much as you'd like about what your experience is with managing sort of creative pursuits and life yeah if you mind i have a fantastic work-life balance and the well get out immediately (laughs) i'll be leaving this podcast right now Uh, the secret's called nursing nursing Uh, yeah Uh, i'm a casual nurse and I work night shift uh, but I only do five shifts a fortnight which uh, provides the money to pay for the bills and mm-hmm. that allows me obviously all the other days a fortnight to do creative things. Creative so things. I'm very grateful for my trade 
and that I can enjoy all that time off. You're I mean, so it lucky. comes with a cost of night shift and the antisocial things mm. with that. You sleep during the day and all that kind of stuff, but that is just a small bit of it, and you have more free time. So, thank you for that. <laughs> you are so lucky. I'm sure it wasn't always that way, though. There no. would have been a time where you were studying, or it was a. That's why I turned casual as well. I used to be full time employed, um, working, and you get the call from the agent. Okay, we got an audition tomorrow. Can you? Can you not? You have to change shift. You have to make sure you know yeah. rearrange things, and that's why I just decided. Okay, I'll let go of secure income and all these kind of things and yeah. go the casual way, but just to have another step further towards my acting career where I can be more free and available on my terms rather than being tied down yeah. to the normal jobs. If you do want to change professions into another job, so yeah, I'm opening the door for yeah. the acting. And closing the nursing slowly. Yeah, it's great that you um, have the opportunity to do that, I think. And that you've still got a foot in both worlds, which is nice as well. You haven't had to give up anything completely, which is wonderful. How about you, Candy? That's very <laughs> balanced. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mum, so I guess that affords me a lot of time to work on scripts and to rehearse in my own space. Yeah. And... Um, I, I, I think it's quite well balanced. You know, I'm doing a couple of acting classes at the moment. Um, I'm just doing some archery, trying to upskill for the old yeah. acting resume. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so, like, girl, boss, badass. <laughs> I, know, I know you shouldn't have to think that way. Like, why can't girls go do archery? But I just think it's so cool. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Definitely try horse riding as well. I think yes. that would yeah. come in handy with that. I would archery. love to combine those. I used to horse yeah. ride. I had a horse for about 10 years. Yeah. And I would love to be able to combine those one day, but it's, I mean, I've only just started archery, so. <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Creative balance. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, I think I just want to say that the old usual, it's like rest, hydrate, and um, commit to things. Commit to things. I think always go to your lessons and, um, and yeah, and, and do something every day. Like really commit to doing something every single day towards your acting dream. And, uh, yeah, I think like even if it's a small your, thing, just doing something, just anything, just yeah. anything, even if it's rehearsing a monologue, learning something new and, um, yeah. And just stay, stay on that path and just remember the goal. I think keep that in, in mind. I think with all the classes I'm doing, it'd be really, I'm not going to forget where I'm heading. Yeah. So it's be, keeping you focused. Focused yeah. and conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find, um, both of you that there's ever a time when following your passion is tricky because life is just really demanding or are you having wonderful times and if so why am I not having a wonderful time <laughs> like, again share your secrets uh, I'm sure you have to give up certain things to follow any kind of passion if it's acting or any yeah. other creative because it's the time you put in so either be an acting workshop that goes from six to ten o'clock at night time but you miss out on dinner with your wife or you yeah. don't see your kids or you can't do a shift so you miss out on the money but you prefer the acting so there are things you you do to to sacrifice but overall speaking um yeah i'm trying to navigate the seas in a fluent way so that i can move forward in it I actually lost the question there a little bit. So <laughs> it's hit okay. Me up, hit me up again. It's okay. That. I was just saying, do you ever have any um, times where, you know, you want to follow your passion, but life needs you too? And I guess the question would be, like, 
when that happens, what do you do? Because I feel like that happens to me all the time. I think it's like prioritizing what is your what's more important to you. On yeah. That. Is that particular Saying thing no. in life more important to you than your acting career, or do you believe the acting career is more important to you? So make the decision. You know, like it's mm. yeah. And saying no to things, I suppose. I think that's probably where I'm going wrong. What about you, Kennedy? What do you think? Um, I think reward yourself and 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 get your cup full. Keep your cup full, and that's what it enables you to have the energy to commit and to stay in in your own um, stay in your own path and to stay focused. Um, always do something nice for yourself because this is work. It's not a hobby acting. Um, and I think yeah, I think sometimes I slip into thinking that it. It is more of a fun thing, and uh, it is it is the hard work. It's draining, and I think you just have to to just plan to to do something nice for yourself after you do it. Mm. That's also, a good point. Also, with the acting, because it's such a long journey. You know, don't miss out on life as well. So, mm. you know, if there's things coming in your way, hey, Rome wasn't built in one day, so might yeah. as well do the things you have to do, and then get back onto your acting career. Unless you want it really die hard. But then again, if you're trying to push things, they just go further and further and further away instead of yeah. letting go and let them come to you when the time At is the right. right. Time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. therefore sometimes life happens and you just have to go through it. Mm. Mm. Um, do you think this one's for you, Candy? And it's very sort of do I think sometimes if, do you think yeah I just wanted to know no <laughs> this one's a bit of an inflammatory question I suppose in some ways but I wondered your perspective because I know um as you said you're a single mum do you think parenthood is the enemy of creative work or does having children and other obligations give you more to use creatively um I'm, I'm not sure if you know it's definitely not your enemy I think um it's just about that balance you know it's whatever career you want to do when you're balancing your family Mm. um you've got to treat it like you know it's it's any other job that you've done in your life um and I think it absolutely you know it spurs a lot of creativity as well um a lot of our family time is playing piano and singing Mm. and um coming out with songs and also coming and doing some acting as well and Sometimes we we do a bit of um, finger puppets, so it's just a room we were just for talking about that <laughs> creativity. We are we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This um, I think it, it enriches. I mean, how much creativity you've got being around, you know, your family. Who are, who are, my family are very creative. Um, so I don't I don't think it's the enemy at all. I think you've just got to rotate yourself. And mm. like I said, keep your energy up, keep your cup full, and just do something for yourself every day. Mm. So, yeah, making sure you've got time. Yeah, and it's it's been a great year. Yeah, so I, I think I think that's great. I think you know there was this myth, and sorry for excluding you from the question there, but it's so sad right now. I know life's changing for women, and I think it's really great. I think it used to be this myth that you know women can only have one or the other. We can't have. Um, I'm talking about creative life as, as a job and it could it apply to anyone but there was this myth that you know you can't have the job and the kids and everything all at once and I think that's changing and that's really nice and I also think what's changing is our perspective that we think that men don't worry about that and I think they do worry about that they do worry about I know you don't have children yet but 
I would imagine that it would be something that would enter your brain. Or maybe it's not. Maybe I'm right. <laughs> maybe men don't think about it. Think about what? <laughs> like, like having that myth that, you know, having kids and having work all at once, is that something that you worry about um, at all? Yes. No. I mean, if we decided to have kids, which we actually decided not to have kids, mm-hmm. um, so I can pursue my acting career? No. <laughs> <laughs> Different reasons. Yeah. Um, I would actually be the one who'd be the stay-at-home dad. Like, I would be totally set up for it because I think I would yeah. enjoy that time so much more. So Yeah. yeah. So creative, that's the thing. I think people think creative life, you know, is just all-consuming, but I think having other commitments, whether they be children or anything, can actually be a bonus in some ways if you, like... Yeah, yeah. I reckon as well, because I think kids are, like, the most creative beings out there. They have all the imagination they have, and every time they live, every day they live in an imaginary world if they want to, you know. If you read them a story of they just play, they just make up stuff, you know, and... I think that would probably inspire you to be more creative even and think yeah. in a different way and use your little kids to be creative rather than hindering you. Of course, it comes with responsibilities yeah. and daycare and babysitters and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But I think overall, yeah, it would enhance the creative process for sure. I think any obligation, I don't like kids aren't obligations, but you know, any anything in your life that you have going on that challenges your creative work, I think I really liked the way you were saying you just sort of, I don't think I'm saying the right word, but pivot around it, rotate around it so that it becomes part of your life rather than being an obstacle and use it in your work, whatever your creative work is, you know, use it. Yeah. What, what a rich experience it's giving you like working as a nurse what a rich experience that's giving you like going out into the community and being exposed to all these different people's lives and stories and having children what a rich experience that's given you you know so much as a human and a mother and to watch life grow and change like I think maybe looking at it from that angle is is more positive it certainly enriches your ability to tell stories I think Mm. um yeah yeah I agree yeah Yeah. See, solving the world's problems. We did that in episode five as well. Uh, (laughs) Children and obligations are apparently no obstacle whatsoever. Um, What about, I think you were talking about doing something every day for yourself. And maybe I can relate this to keeping your why alive and in action. So your creative why, whatever it is that's driving you, how do you keep that alive and focused when life is just so demanding as well? I think any time I feel overwhelmed by pressure, I just go and watch a film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and just and I think by the end of it, I'm usually reminded um, this is ultimately what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and to to keep the why alive, uh, enjoy the process. I think enjoy the process and um, and like you said, just get get that balance and don't step too far on one path or the other. Like you've got your family, you've got what you want to do for a career. Just, um, just yeah, just just don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, yeah, because it does get overwhelming. It yeah, does. and yeah, keeping the why alive. I think it's more sometimes if it's all too much, just reflect look back and what you've done so far how far you've come because mm. you obviously started somewhere and if it's five years and you think i haven't got anywhere just stop be grateful for all the movies all the little things even mm. if it's an extra on set or whatever it has been but you've been on set you have been there you earned some money or yeah you know you've been creative and you've been to whatever how many acting courses but 
you're chipping away slowly and slowly. So if it all gets too much and you think I'm going nowhere, I always just sit down and think how grateful I am to how far I have come and look back on all the, the nice things I've done. Yeah, and it's easy to forget that, you know, at some point you made this decision to live a creative life and that for most people is a transition or a hard decision and it's like you were saying, it's so easy to forget how far you've come and feel like you're still at the beginning and yes, you may still be at the beginning but it, you, you've done something, you've worked towards it, you've grown, you've changed and I think reflecting on that is so important because it can give you power rather than feeling like, you know, I'm just not getting anywhere when actually you are. And there was a time where you didn't know how to do the smallest things and that's like not even a big deal anymore, you know? Exactly. And whatever you focus on, you know, that will come along. So if you're yeah. grateful for all the things you've done, more good things will come your way. Yeah. Sure. The law of attraction. Yes. Exactly. And it's such a privilege to be around creative people as well and have their time, especially think about all the time that's been spent on you working on your training and your self-tapes and your other readers. Um, and just to remember that it is a privilege. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. It really is. Um, finding ways. What I wanted to talk about is finding ways to balance being creative, and what does balance mean? So, you guys sound quite rad, actually, compared to me, and that you seem to have a lot of balance that I'm lacking. Um, what does balance mean to you in your life, with regards to your creative pursuits and the rest of life? Uh, balance means not committing to too many acting calls at once. Like I had a phase where I was like, okay, this has got to go. Got to do this acting course, this online mm. course, this real course, and yep. another private lesson and voice courses and voice lessons on top. Yep. And you spread yourself so thin mm. that you think, oh, I have to soak up so much because I, you know, I want to get somewhere. Yeah. It actually depletes depletes your your creativity. It drains you, and you're not committed a hundred percent to one character or one course yeah so i think nothing gets your all yeah it's just like yeah. you do a whole lot bunch of stuff but are you really in it on that wednesday night or on that thursday morning or are you just trying to soak up as much but then once all the courses are done you can relax and then you might read through your notes and then you start to realize what was actually happening but if yeah. you balance it and say okay cool there's five year, five courses on this year i'm going to do one at the beginning of the year and just be in that one course you can give it your all and that i think creates the balance like otherwise it's overstimulation and you just yeah yeah explode. too much yeah. it's easy to do that as a creative person as well because i feel like most creative people get so excited about new ideas and new things and it's like yes i want to do this and this and this because you can see it all and then all of a sudden oh no I am crashing and dying. <laughs> but there is a difference between all these ideas, having them, and then actually realizing them. Mm. Like, I have ideas every second, <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. Following them through isn't a complete different, a different story. But once you commit, I think you should only commit to one thing at a time to be there 100% rather than spreading yourself too thin. So true. Is that what balance looks like for you as well? Or do you have a different <laughs> idea of what balance looks like? Um, I used to think that I would need like at least a day off every week. And now I feel like it, maybe just an afternoon a week. Mm, um, this quality like yeah. rest time. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's so much I want to achieve this year. And um, and I think, yeah, primarily take care of yourself. Um, but I think it just comes back to having, you know, having a bit of patience and accepting things are going to happen when they're going to happen, kind of like what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, and really believing that. 
Um, so with um, having just an afternoon off, you mean being creative? Like you just have an afternoon off of being... Training. Lots yeah. of training, yeah. Wow. Wow. And obviously the home duties. Is, yeah. Okay, so it's mixed, like the whole, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, yeah. But I think, I think, yeah, the balance is is um, is is going really well. I think, yeah, having structure and implementing it mm, is yeah. helpful. Yeah. I don't have any structure. I'm realizing so much about myself in this conversation. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So what's going on? So crazy that uh, the it's not is that. Off. I just I get too excited about things. It's similar to I resonated with what you were saying. I had a year like that last year where I was doing multiple jobs. I was doing a course that went for an entire year, and then I was doing other weeknight courses, and then I was doing online courses, and then I was trying to write, and then I was trying to. Last year I was trying to start the podcast. I was trying to do, I sing as well, so I was trying to do my singing stuff. And then you just get to this point where you're like overwhelmed with stuff. You want to do it all, but you just physically can't. So that was a big lesson for me. And I'm managing that much better this year. And I've tried to set up my work life that pays the money to do the creative life in a much more structured way. And I feel like that's finally coming together. But for me, that's been a real work in progress, like like years worth of work in progress trying to... Um, yeah, get that balance right. I found that really tricky, which is why I'm so envious of you guys <laughs> managing to just sort of nail that. Yeah. But um, I, I guess it wasn't always that way. Yeah. But it's, it's that's what you're saying, though. It's like it took so long to get it sorted. And I think yeah. it is when you start something, you, you're uber excited and you just go right in and it's just nothing is too much. Yeah. Until you realize, oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Balance, balance is key. Balance is key. And finding, and I like what you were saying, doing something for yourself every day, whether that's whatever it is, to refocus yourself and remind yourself. If you combine those two with what you were saying about reminding how far you've come and then looking after yourself, you know, doing something for yourself every day, maybe that's the area where it just helps you to stop. I think I just, for me, as a creative person, I don't often stop. So I don't know mm. how I feel about anything because I'm always like, okay, well, that's the thing. next thing, next thing, next thing. And then it's not until, you, like you were saying, you're absolutely exhausted that you're like, oh, I've been really tired for a long time and you just don't know. Um, so, yeah, I've been definitely listening to what you guys are saying about balance. Um, I wanted to talk about living creatively your way. And what I mean by that is... Sometimes, I don't know if you guys have experienced this in this industry, but there can be a lot of judgment towards people who live creative lives. And I don't know if you've experienced that, but especially when I was younger, I, I know I used to work in an office and I found it very hard to break away from that scene and um, move into what I wanted to be more of a creative life. I wanted my work to be more creative. I wanted to do all these sorts of things, but I was often met with opposition and judgment from people who were like, well, you're not going to earn any money or, you know, actors only make like 30 grand a year if they're lucky. Well, what do you want to do that for? You know, it's pretty, you know, like get a real job. Like what are you going to do? How are you going to retire? And all those sorts of things. So what's been your experiences in that arena? Um, was this the last question? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think I found more judgment in my trying to obtain my psychology degree than wanting to be an actor. Oh. Yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> of all things, um, that it was more of a pipe dream to be a psychologist for candy than it was to be an actor. Oh. Um, 
So I think I don't, I have, certainly I've got so much support with the acting. That's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. And, um, but I, I, I also like to surround myself with like-minded people. So yeah. I think that keeps your boat floating nicely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was definitely where I was going wrong. I was put, I was in a world to make money, but it was like a very foreign world. I was just there to like earn dollars. Yeah. And so everyone surrounding me, of course, they're going to think I'm strange. Yeah. Because, you know. You're in the wrong profession. You know? I, oh, I actually, 100%. <laughs> I find my, all my nursing colleagues are very supportive as well in hmm. terms of pushing me for the acting. They think that's something exciting and it's just, but actually committing to being casual, you know, being up in the air, that was a huge step to just let go of that permanent income. Yeah. And it took me quite some time. Like I was talking to mm. the, to my wife about it and she's like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you keep talking about it until you finally go, today's the All day. stuff done, let's do yep. it. Okay, let's do it. We got to close one door to open another and therefore you got to put little steps into place. But yeah, gradually. it takes time. It really takes time and you should never rush yourself and quit your day job and go, oh, I'm going to be a full-time actor now and then struggle. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Transition it. Transition it. Definitely. But yeah, it's scary to let go of income. Yeah. I think this idea of, um, I was in a course last year um, at the Hub Studio um, and a guy there called Ollie who who runs the place with his wife, Nat, he was talking about, um, you know, having this plan B to support your plan A and that really resonated with me because I think I had a lot of judgment myself. Like I, I think there was a lot of judgment coming towards me, but also I think I had my own ideas of like, but I'm not being a, a sensible person. I shouldn't be doing this. I think, I think it was coming a lot from within and that's probably why I let it affect me so much. But when I thought about it in that way that I could rearrange my life, that I could have, okay, this is my plan. A. I want to be a creative person. I want to earn money that way and have a fulfilled life being creative. It's actually okay to have a plan B to support the plan A. Whereas I think originally I was like, it's all creative or nothing. And I could just never find any balance. Like I was trying to mix with one world and then another world and I just never could get any balance at all. That's true. I think because you see so many artists struggle, you mm. know, that people relate to that and think, oh yeah, well, if you're an artist, you're going to earn nothing. But it doesn't have to be this way. Like you yeah. could be the most amazing painter in the world, but you're an accountant during the day and you paint all weekend long. And yeah. you know, before you know it, you turn your passion into a career and it goes from there. So yeah. it's, I think, yeah. Especially today, I think it's much more accessible than we realize because, you know, we're so much, we're so much more presentable to the world so easily. Oh, and, yes. yeah, so you true. know. Like through podcasts or yeah, I mean, social media. Yeah, I things mean, going like, live and just even shooting films out of your own home, it's just so doable. You know, you can rent equipment. Yeah. And exactly. you can, or you can own equipment and uh, and you can just create things like literally from your own living space. Mm. And present right. it to the world so easily. Even if you're like an artist, as a painter, your stuff exactly. can be visually out there so much easier. And I think it's easier to make money creatively as well. I think people think that, you know, oh, well, I didn't get the acting job, so I'm not going to make any money. But you've got to think outside the box. Well, what else am I going to do? What else can I offer people? What what other jobs can I do within the creative forum that would earn me money? And I think that's probably where a lot of people go wrong. They don't realise that there's a lot more out there. I think that's right. I think you have to be open, you know, to take on 
maybe certain jobs that might lead to another job, to a different job, instead of just being narrow-minded and saying, no, 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 I can only do this, 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 this. Yeah. And, yeah, the more you widen your horizon. 100%. Yeah, there are so many ways to make money. Um, and, and I was just going to say that adds to your life experience as well, which is what you're trying to accomplish as an actor, is to be able to have as much experience to draw from. Hmm. True that. Well, we're reaching the 28-minute mark, and I'm endeavouring to be much shorter with my podcasts. I do have one last question before I ask you about yourselves and where we can find all your amazing things and what we should know about you. And it's a follower question, and the question is, talking about you know balance and creative balance, I don't know if you have any experience with this, but if you do, please share. What is the moment that you think you've just struggled for the most, like, against like finding balance and finding a way or are there any moments that you've struggled for the most and if they were what happened has anything felt like a struggle for you creatively <laughs> like to achieve like um absolutely I think I would toss up do I do acting do I continue doing acting at university or do I do psychology as my fallback and even and I love psychology and that is my degree um and I'm, I just wish that I was doing acting at the time I was doing psychology um, and I think just getting that study and life balance. Um, I wish that I had done more to structure myself so I could fit more into the week, mm. along with the you know along with time that I spend with my children. Um, but yeah, I think definitely, definitely. Um, that, yeah, it, look, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Um, I think that what that's done now though is it has added to my ability to overcome things that I see now. They're not mountains, they are molehills. And I think having yeah. that attitude has allowed me to to take on a lot more than I ever thought I'd be brave enough to do. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing though. That's wonderful that it's it's been such a positive experience afterwards that you can reflect on it that way and use it. Yeah. Like you've got something to use now. How about you, Andreas? Uh, I think I actually struggled to sign up for my first acting class in Perth being from Germany you know mm. uh, did obviously drama there in high school and all that stuff but then committing to being out there being exposed you know and yeah. perhaps get an agent and book some stuff and what are the people going to say they're going to judge you you think about all these things before you even start anything unless you're a super outgoing person and go like that's do it mm. um yeah, I think that was a bit of a, a thing as well. Like, I always wanted to do it, but I was like, oh, should I, should I, should I not? And when I finally booked it, it was so much fun. And I knew I did the right decision, but all this other stuff is just in your head, you know, mm. messing with you. And now yeah. it's been a few years in this journey, and it's like, thank God I made that decision. So, But, yeah, yeah I say that was a struggle. So if you're out there and listening, just let it go, go for it. Find balance, <laughs> find <laughs> baby steps. You don't have to do everything straight away. Um, it can happen because there are two people sitting here with me that have found amazing creative balance and I'm somewhat closer to achieving that. Um, but, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So if you have any ways that you manage creative life and creative balance please get in touch you can find us at twitter at dramatic underscore post you can find us at instagram at post dramatic stress pod and you can find us via email at post dramatic stress pod at gmail.com please get in touch lastly before we go guys what should we know about you where should we go and hunt for you what can we see uh, i just have an instagram it's candace.callahan and uh I, I attempt to update it. I do more stories. I think the 
24-hour stories on it. Yep. And uh, that's just me, whether I'm going to see a show um, and, and plugging other people's things and also kind of focusing on the training that I'm doing. Yep, excellent. Yeah. I think that's really interesting to see people's training and what they're doing. I love I love looking at people's training yeah. and what they're up to and what it means for them. What about you, Andreas? Yeah. Where can we it's, find you? It's like I said in the previous <laughs> I know, uh, but... podcast. It's <laughs> AP Jesus is Alive. There's a few underscores in it, but you type it and you'll find me. Uh, I have a feature film coming out. It's a basketball drama, which is to be released in June this year. So I'm super excited uh, for that. It's awesome. an amazing experience to be there. And there's also a beautiful short film called uh, Glimmer of Hope, um, which I'm playing a Polish priest. And that is currently being put out to all the film festivals. So hopefully some of you guys can see that as well. Amazing. We will and we shall. Thank you so much, guys, both of you, for being here with me today. I really appreciated talking to you and I've had such a good time. Hopefully people at home have had the same experience. But thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks thank so much. You. Um, check out next week. Uh, we will have more coming up and more guests on Episode 7 of Post Dramatic Stress. But in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in and catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Post Dramatic Stress. To connect with us or to register to come on the podcast, visit us at www.lettingcharlotteout.com or email us via postdramaticstresspod at gmail.com.